Hi, I'm Lauren Slash-Snyder with Class Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Sam Yates, the director of Intampata, playing off-Broadway at the Irish Repertory Theater. Welcome. Hi, Lauren. Thank you for having me. Sure. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Let's talk about this extraordinary group of collaborators that you have teamed up with for creating this piece. Of course, Stanley Townsend, who stars in this one-man play, and a group of stage artists, all adapting the poem by Pulitzer Prize-winning Irish poet Paul Mandoon into a play. All these people, talk about this collaboration, please. Sure. So, um, well, the project began with um, Jen Coppinger and Poetry Island, and they went to Paul Fahey, who runs the Galway International Arts Festival. Uh, they brought the the piece to me, the piece of writing by Paul Muldoon. And as you say, I brought Stanley Townsend into the fold. And then we have uh, an amazing uh, design team comprising of Rosanna Baez, the designer, Paul Kjogan on lighting, Sinead Diskin on sound, Jack Phelan on video and Teo Teardo, who is our composer. And um, yeah, we made the piece over two weeks. Uh, we rehearsed in London. And essentially it's a devised piece uh, around the, the, the poem and Paul Muldoon's words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you first read it, what was your impression of it? And what was your vision with regard to thinking about it as a stage play? Well, the first time I read it, I was fascinated by it and I was very challenged by it and thought how on earth do you put this on stage and um, Paul Muldoon is an incredible poet um, Pulitzer Prize winning super intelligent there's lots of references in the poem to uh, Beckett to modern culture to music to Irish folklore to Irish history places so the, the first reaction was wow there's so much in here um, the second reaction was okay I need to learn what most of these things are and precisely mm. what Muldoon is up to <laughs> um, so so the vision kind of grew really from the text I mean you know we we use live video in the in the piece there's a lot of music there's a very particular setting there's a very particular task that the man in our production is at which is making these potato prints which is actually something that Paul Muldoon did when he learned of Mary Farpower's death from cancer mm. Yeah, he actually, as we often did when we were younger, you know, slice a potato in half, cut out, a, he calls it an, an Inca glyph for a mouth, so a shape, and then starts to make these, or, or actually started to make these potato prints to, as a way to begin to remember Mary and their relationship. Mm. Um, so really, it, it, it came slowly, it came from the words, and we realized that the act of what he was doing, you know, making a poem, trying to remember um, needed some way of it needed some way of being recorded. Whether that was, you know, he obviously wrote it down, but in our visual version, he, he's recording it onto a onto a live feed camera. Right, 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 right. And um, what might have been some dialogue between you and Paul about taking this poem and turning it into a play? Was there much resistance? No, I mean Paul was great from the, from day one. He said, "Do whatever you want to do," and we wow. have some. Um, we didn't cut anything. We we have some repeating sections where the guy making the poem goes back over certain verses for various reasons. Whether it's because he's trying to understand what he's just said, and or whether he's trying to avoid pain sometimes by 
stalling in the middle of the poem and not proceeding to a more painful verse. But Paul gave us carte blanche to do whatever we wanted, which was, you know, that's joyous as, a, as a, an artist to hear. Yes, of course. What a nice degree of trust you have from the writer. Absolutely, for sure. That way, yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about Stanley Townsend. Of course, this is the American premiere. He stars in this one-man piece. He's billed as one of Ireland's leading actors. Talk a little bit about the relationship between the two of you, his work, what he brings to the collaborative process for you as a director. Sure. I mean, well, Stan was born in Dublin and um, he went to Trinity College and then he moved over to London, um, I think in his sort of uh, late 20s. So he, he's he's done a lot of work there in Ireland at the Gate and the Abbey and in other places. And, and he's done loads in, in London and internationally, of course. Um, he he's a pretty regular, you know, um, top billing kind of name. People get very excited to see him attached to projects. I got to know him first on Glengarry Glen Ross, which we did in the West right. End uh, right. with Chris Christian Slater and um, a, a wonderful cast. And Stan played Shelley Levine. So in mm. that particular instance, he just brought huge authority. You know, the, the skill and dedication of a sort of a stage animal and his, his huge capacity with language that obviously Mamet, as I'm sure you know, is pretty demanding for actors. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I hadn't realized is how, how creative he is as devisor, because this is very much a kind of device piece around this poem. And he brings a great, I mean, it's just him on stage for an hour with this camera that then in a way becomes the kind of image of Mary Fall Powers uh, yeah. to whom the poem, then the piece is dedicated. But he, he's a great creator and he, you know, his technical skill is unbelievable. I mean, when we were making the, the piece in Galway in the sort of technical rehearsals in the black box theatre, it's called, he could take, you know, 40 or 50 technical notes, almost as read, and then put them into the performance almost immediately. Um, that might be mm. camera positions or, you know, how to deal with a, a way with prop or whatever. But he, he he's just a wonderful, open-hearted and very, very skilled mm. um, stage, stage veteran, really. I think you can call him that now. Sure. Sure. Insight into a one-person play. Do you address that from the perspective of a director or some things that you've heard Stan say about what it's like in that environment. Of course, the camera is almost an element of another character, but it's really quite unique. Absolutely. I mean, you know, as Stan would say himself, he's like, you've got no one to play off. So uh -huh. it's just you up there, really. And so it was a real breakthrough for us when we found that Mary herself was a kind of physical presence on the stage because it then takes it from being a monologue into it being a conversation, really, and a mm -hmm. shared remembrance rather than someone just reciting a poem, basically. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of working on a one-person show, it's very, you know, I've done, I've worked on ca casts of 20 plus, and this is the first one-person show I've done. And it means that you're very, very, very closely bound because it's just Stan and I and our brilliant stage manager, Sarah, in rehearsal mm -hmm. most time uh -huh. um and so you become very unified it's you know from a practical point of view it's easier to give notes because you don't have to run around to 15 dressing rooms you <laughs> just in one so that's quite joyous that's good for my calves um, or bad for my calves whichever way you look at it 
Um, but he's, um, yeah, so we've become very, very close. And he, he has no one else really to gauge the performance from except for me and Sarah out front yeah. because there's no one else on stage to say, oh, that was good or the audience were tricky. or So it's, um, you know, a lot rests on his shoulders, but boy, he um, he's pretty astounding, I have to say. Mm. And going from a rehearsal studio with a one-person play into the tech environment, into your first preview and introducing an audience to the piece, what did it feel like and were there surprises or what kind of discoveries were there when the audiences began to come? I mean, it was a huge, it was a huge kind of creative burst when we got into the technical rehearsals. So our creative team joined at that point and that's yeah. when everyone had, everyone could make their work really. So that was hugely kind of exciting for me and Stan to then have the other team, the rest of the team members in the room with us. So there was a lot of work happened in technical rehearsals. And then subsequently, our first audience actually for the dress rehearsal was Paul Muldoon and his wife, Jean, who literally came into Galway moments before and sat with us in this enormous space and watched the piece. So that was quite intense, as you can imagine. He hadn't seen a thing, you know. And um, huh. so he was our first audience, which is quite <laughs> extraordinary, but he was extremely happy. You know, he was he was very moved, I think, and kind of, um shocked and and mm. excited and thrilled mm. and then when when an audience comes in for the first time first preview is where you start to make your money as a director really that's when you <laughs> begin to learn for the first time what you have or what you don't have and uh-huh. immediately you know your job is to really see the areas that need work that perhaps aren't clear it's, you know with any poem it can be difficult to kind of understand precisely what is happening at any point or what you're hearing so often it was about the clarity of what he was saying and how we might help that with some kind of physical gesture or an acting choice or somehow um, help an audience to follow what was going on but they tell you so much I mean the first preview audience just teach you what you have and um, we were looking Galway they're fantastically engaged audiences as they are here in New York and um, mm. Where we've changed quite a lot. I mean, each each um, version of the piece we did it in Galway and then at the Gate in Dublin last year, and now at the Irish Rep, we've changed the size of the set very significantly. In fact, it's been cut down by a third each time in width. So oh. that's a whole other learning process. But we actually feel that strangely, it was very. It's a, I think it's um 16 foot by 8 foot footprint. It's very small. Uh-huh. Uh, it actually works incredibly well and Paul Muldoon who's seen all three versions is, is particularly excited and delighted about the scale of it here he feels it suits the kind of the poem and the endeavor the, the best in his uh, in his view which is exciting for us you bet you bet it's interesting to hear you talk about the different productions in different countries and for you as a director having worked in so many different places are there things that you notice in particular in the US or in New York that are quite different in how audiences behave? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I suppose I suppose one thing I adore about New York and New Yorkers, and that goes for audiences here as well, is how they often just speak their mind. There's, <laughs> there's less kind of, you know, uh, reticence to say, I love that, or, you know, I didn't quite understand that. So. There's a, there's a louder conversation going on, which is always, you know, thrilling and interesting. 
Um, I, I guess, you know, particularly with this show, because there are many kind of people of Irish heritage in New York and people who travel a lot to Ireland. There's a lot of things in the piece that really chime with them, you know, whether it's places in Dublin or, or Northern Ireland or um, other parts of Ireland. So they are sort of chiming with it. And I guess they're very intelligent, you know, and um, yeah, curious, curious. It's, mm. it's a very interesting piece, but the response has been incredible. I would say possibly... They're, they're more outwardly emotional. We've had some quite amazing emotional responses, as we have in all three con- in all three places. Um, mm-hmm. But but here, you know, people tend to seem to be a little more open emotionally. Possibly that's my experience, anyway. Fascinating. Well, thank you, Sam. This has been terrific. Thank you so much for your time and insight. My pleasure, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Lauren Klasmeider with Sam Yates director of Incantata, playing off-Broadway at the Irish Repertory Theatre through March 15th. Thank you.